no matter what language you install in, all of the localized voices are now available in the soldier customization menu. Uh, so this means that your soldiers can speak English, French, Italian, German, Spanish, uh, Russian, and Polish, uh, no matter what language you installed in. Unfortunately this year, Giant Bomb didn't have a chance to go to Gamescom. In fact, we don't ever go to Gamescom. It's just a tough show to make it to given that uh, E3 was in June, PAX is in, in August, and we just don't go to a whole lot of events. We always kind of have high hopes at the beginning of the year that maybe we'll have a chance to do more. But when resources don't necessarily pan out, uh, we kind of have to stick to what we're good at, what we're best at, uh, and make sure we kind of use the resources that we do have appropriately. Uh, but what is nice is when companies give us a chance to chat with developers to do the things that we would do if we were out there. And I can assure you that I would have made time to check out uh, XCOM Enemy Within, uh, an upcoming expansion pack for XCOM Enemy Unknown, which was absolutely one of my favorite games last year. Uh, it was a big big hit with everyone at Giant Bomb, in fact. Turned me on to strategy games, uh, led me to playing Fire Emblem and uh, Shadow and Returns, and I cannot be more thankful for my experience with that game. So it was totally a pleasure to sit down with uh, Ananda Gupta, who was the senior game designer on Enemy Unknown and is the lead on Enemy Within. Uh, so the expansion pack for this is similar to how uh, Firaxis has handled expansion packs for Civilization, in that it adds on to the existing game and changes the existing game as opposed to being uh, sort of its own campaign, its own separate uh, piece. It's meant for people to go back, play XCOM Enemy Unknown again, and uh, remix is the, the wrong way to put it, but there, there's all this new material that uh, Civ fans, which, you know, that's not a series I'm all that familiar with, always tell me makes the uh, the, the experience extremely fresh uh, and, and a good reason to go back and play it. And I would happily uh, like to have a reason uh, to go back and play XCOM Enemy Unknown. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Ananda had to be pretty coy about what they were up to with uh, Enemy Within and, and promised there were a lot more details coming down the line. But uh, I will throw it over to our conversation so you guys can kind of get a taste of, of what they've got uh, lined up for later this year. But no, why, yeah, why don't you, uh, why don't we just start by giving me, uh, you know, give me the high-level pitch on, on uh, Enemy Within. Okay. So uh, Enemy Within, uh, with Enemy Within, uh, we decided to take a similar approach with, uh, with it as we have with other expansion packs uh, from Firaxis. So uh, it's a very broad expansion pack that enhances almost, uh, almost every element of the, of the uh, original game. And uh, it is not a prequel, nor is it a follow-on chapter. Instead, it is the same alien invasion that you confronted in Enemy Unknown, but with a whole bunch of new stuff. Um, just like Gods and Kings is the same story of civilization from the Stone Age to the Near Future, but with a whole bunch of new stuff. Um, so uh, with Enemy Within, uh, one of the main things we're adding is uh, two new ways for your soldiers' uh, capabilities to improve. Uh, one of those is with a fifth soldier class. Are you, are you familiar with Enemy Unknown? Were you a player? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was one of my favorite games of last year. It's what's, it's what got me into the strategy genre, and I went straight to Fire Emblem after that. So I have you guys to awesome. thank for... For, ma for making that uh, something that wasn't so scary anymore. Excellent. I'm, I'm gratified to hear that. That's wonderful. Um, 
So we, uh, uh, so we added a fifth soldier class, uh, the mech trooper. So the mech trooper, um, is, you, to get mech troopers, uh, you must build one of our new base facilities, which is the cybernetics lab in your base. And the cybernetics lab allows you to convert normal soldiers into mech troopers. And a mech trooper is a cybernetic warrior who can uh, wear a mech suit, a mechanized exoskeletal cyber suit, into battle. Uh, mech suit is a, is a giant, you know, is, is, a, uh, is a powered battle suit with, uh, with its own weapon progression. You know, it starts with a minigun and then upgrades to a railgun. Um, and it has a whole bunch of other customizable weapon systems as well, so you can have a lot of variety among your mechs. Um, they're very expensive, though. Uh, so you might not be able to get that many of them. You might have to play the game a couple times to get all the mech configurations. Um, and uh, I think players will really enjoy these guys on the battlefield. They're, they're a lot of fun. Um, but uh, there's another path that your soldiers can take, which is uh, with the genetics lab. That's in the, uh, also in the base. And you can use your alien autopsy research uh, to unlock genetic modifications, which you can then implant into your soldiers. Uh, and give them this host of otherworldly abilities. Um, and uh, the way that you pay for these, uh, these, these, new, uh, these new capabilities is with a new resource that we're adding, uh, which is called MELD. And MELD uh, is a resource that works differently from other resources in Enemy Unknown. Um, MELD shows up in canisters uh, on the tactical battlefield. You know, the, the aliens are using this to experiment on humans. And so they have these canisters on the bat, uh, you know, where, where they're conducting their operations, uh, you know, or in, in the wreckage of their of their uh, spacecraft. And the the canisters have self-destruct timers on them, uh, which means that um, you can't wait as long. You know, you, you, if you, if you're accustomed to a very cautious playstyle, you now face a bit of a tactical wrinkle um, because uh, the the self-destruct timers are ticking down. Uh, and you might not recover as much meld if you if you wait around and play too safely, um, and uh, that's that's one way that we're enhancing uh, the sort of tactical variety of of the game. Um, one of our biggest fan requests was to add a lot of new maps, uh, and so we said, yep, we should do that, and we uh, we added a whole lot of new maps. Uh, our level design team and our environment team did a great job. Uh, Coming up with uh, you know doing some new environments, uh, doing some, some uh, a lot of adding a bunch of new maps to the game, um, but the meld canister gameplay that I just mentioned is extended into the maps from Enemy Unknown. So when you're playing the expanded version, it's completely unified, and uh, you have access to the whole map set. Then you will be uh, when you when you run into a map from Enemy Unknown, uh, you will still have the meld canisters, and you'll hopefully uh, be tempted to play it in a different way. Um, so uh, that's something, you know, new maps was, was, was definitely a big fan requested feature, and we're, we were very happy to be able to, uh, to, to, to sort of deliver on that. Um, we're adding a new enemy. Uh, we're actually adding a bunch of new enemies, but the only one Brian will let me talk about is, is the <laughs> Mechtoid. Uh, the, the Mechtoid, yeah, the Mechtoid is, um, is the... Uh, uh, so you remember the sectoid? Uh-huh. Uh, the sectoid... Very, fond, uh, very fond memories. Yeah, very fond memories. You're, they might get less fond when he shows up again in the mid to late game uh, in, a power, in a powered battle suit similar to your own mechs. Oh, that's, that's just mean. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's very, very upset about the things you did to his kind <laughs> early in the game. Uh, and... Um, 
And uh, the, so the uh, the Mechtoid uh, is, is, I think, a really it's a very tough and dangerous new enemy that I think players will enjoy figuring out how to fight. Um, we're adding a bunch of new items to the game, new grenades and new utility items to, to, to vary up uh, the tactical options the players have in the loadout phase. You know, when they're loading out their soldiers, uh, when they're loading out their soldiers for the um, uh, for battle, um, and then. Um, and, and that's something else fans have always wanted. They, they just want more stuff. You know, they want more items. They want uh, more technology unlocks, uh, so that they have uh, more different ways to play the tactical battles. And I think uh, we were able to, to give them that. Um, the uh, and then at Firaxis, we've always felt strongly that we want in our expansion packs we want to try to address fan concerns, fan you know fan requests, and so forth. And one of the things that fans have been very vocal about was that for an allegedly international organization like XCOM, all the soldiers sure sound American. <laughs> um, and we decided to address that by reorganizing the voice banks so that um, no matter what language you install in, all the localized voices are now available in the soldier customization menu. Uh, so this means that your soldiers can speak English, French, Italian, German, Spanish, uh, Russian, and Polish. Uh, no matter what language you installed in. So this way you can have a squad that all of them speak different languages. You can have them all speak French. You, know, you can have them do whatever you want. It's up to you. Uh, and we, we think that this will make XCOM feel like much more of the international organization, you know, this, the nations of the world uh, banding together to fight a common threat. We, we, we feel like XCOM will take on that, that feel much more uh, as we envisioned it. So, so like, um, oh, oh, keep going. Oh yeah, one more thing. So multiplayer. So we didn't want to leave our multiplayer fans in the, in the cold. We uh, the the two biggest multiplayer requests were more maps, which we are giving, uh, and so we're giving eight new multiplayer maps. Uh, so that's more than double. Uh, we're more than doubling what we what we have in, in, in Enemy Unknown. And then uh, we also are adding offline squad editing. So you can now save save out and and configure uh, and and uh, tweak multiple squad configurations while you're offline, uh, and then when you go into the game lobby, you just pick, pick the one you want and go. So how, the way this will function, I get like to get this out of the way up front, is, so is this like you're going to play through the game again, or is there a separate campaign that is associated with this stuff? Uh, I, I guess I'm just not uh, totally clear on how this actually functions within the game. Think of it like Civ. So when you install it, uh, when, when you install um, XCOM Enemy Within, you'll be given the choice to whether you want to play the old XCOM Enemy Unknown or Enemy Within. But if you choose Enemy Within, you will still be fighting the same invasion. It's just with all the new features. Okay. I'm just going right. to poke in um, and just yeah, and just say so. Only on PC would you have the choice of which one to play, since the console is a standalone. Like that's the only option. Right. Um, but yeah, you, I, okay. It sounds like you kind of get how it works. And so, you know, obviously it seems like you guys have tried to balance between, you know, things that you guys wanted to get in here and then also, you know, trying to address a number of the fan requests. Like, a after the original game was released, like, how do you guys start ticking that down? How do you start prioritizing, okay, this is both important and something we want to meaningfully address, uh, given that, you know, you can't, you can't address all of that stuff uh, or otherwise, you know, it just, it just wouldn't scope properly. But So how do you guys balance between that so that you guys are happy with what you guys want to do and that you seem like you address kind of what the, the fans are looking for? 
Um, so we definitely, uh, obviously, whenever, some, whenever the fans want something that we wanted but couldn't quite cram into the original game, that's something that goes high on the list, <laughs> right? So when we, um, you know, we, we obviously had a whole bunch, you know, we had a whole bunch of map ideas that never made it out of idea stage. And when it turned out that the fans were, were playing the game, the, the fans were getting so much more value and playing, playing the game so extensively that they were running into repeat maps more than we were expecting. It's like, well, gee, let's take these map ideas that we had uh, and we had to kind of leave aside and let's make them into maps. Um, so yeah, whenever, whenever the fans wanted something that we kind of wanted or had an idea stage already, um, then that, uh, that, that definitely kind of, kind of tips the balance for, for something like that. Um, Anything that we discover that makes the game easier to play and that makes the game easier for fans to play, obviously, is, is something big. Um, so that those multiplayer, you know, that, the offline squad editing is something that, you know, we really, we, we kind of knew that that would be good, but we didn't really realize how good until players started playing it a lot. Um, and um, the other thing then is that one of, one of the things that we really try to do at Fraxis is our expansion packs have a very coherent theme to them. Uh, and so with Enemy Within, I felt very strongly as the lead designer that everything we put in that is not just sort of a straight up quality of life improvement like the localized voices, everything that we do has to fit with this theme. And so, um, you know, mech soldiers and gene modded soldiers, those are about bringing the enemy within the very bodies of your soldiers, right? Those are about, uh, th you know, those are about asking your soldiers to sacrifice more than they ever, you know, than, than, you, than they ever had in the original game. Um, and it's about you know taking the technology closer than you ever have, and you'll as as we continue to talk about uh, Enemy Within and show show even more of the new stuff. You know what I've told you about is just a small sample of what we're what we're putting in, uh, and I can't wait for for them to let me talk about even more of it. <laughs> um, the uh, you know you, the the coherence of of the theme uh, for the new gameplay systems I think uh, is is something that really helps us keep focus on on providing a very broad yet also very unified uh, expansion. What led you to this theme? Or was this something that you were kind of, you know, the team was kind of thinking about after the game shipped or already had in mind? Like, you know, the, the, the phrase itself, enemy, you know, enemy unknown and enemy within, like, you know, that's a cute turn of phrase, but how, how did you arrive at that so that that would be sort of the, the theme for the content that you actually developed for the expansion? I will be able to say a lot more about that later when, when, when another of our key features is revealed. But with respect to, yeah, but with respect to um, what we've talked about today, um, I, think, uh, I think part of, part of it was that um, we, we, wanted, we wanted, you know, part, part of what's cool about XCOM is how you start out outgunned and outclassed, and then you start to gradually gather, the, you know, gather bits of alien technology and and, and, and adapt it and, and then turn it against the enemy, right? And, um, uh, and so how can we take that even further? Like how can we ask, you know, how can we make, make it so your, your soldiers are asked, you know, they, they ask, you ask even more of the soldiers and how can, you know, instead of merely adapting the armor so that you can wear it and adapting the guns so that you can fire them, now you're actually adapting the aliens themselves, <laughs> right, uh, in the form of genetic modifications. Um, that is, uh, I think that fit really well with that theme. And, um, you know, we didn't want to go real, real dark with, with, with Enemy Within. I mean, you were still XCOM. You were still the good guys. You were not creating genetic monsters with your soldiers here, right? 
you are still the defenders of humanity. Um, but we wanted to, we, you know, while staying on that side of things and, and being pretty clear about that, we also wanted, uh, we wanted to say, you know, this invasion is, is really serious business. It is invading, it, it, is, it, is, it is within, right? So, you know, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so in designing this, you know, you know, PC gamers are well-versed for decades now with sort of like the idea behind the expansion. And I think, you know, XCOM was a, a huge hit on the consoles as well, which is sort of new for the strategy genre. And, you know, like, you know, like I mentioned, it, it definitely got me into following that, that genre path more so than I had in the past. So do, was there any consideration in terms of, you know, how you guys designed or thought about what you wanted to address that was any different because you had this much wider audience and it wasn't just uh, PC gamers as, you know, Fraxis would normally be used to de- to uh, kind of talking to and, and designing for uh, now that, you know, XCOM was just, just, a, just a much bigger hit or just a much wider uh, audience? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, I, honestly, I think for platform, because um, Enemy Unknown... We, were, we took such care to make sure that the, the PC and the console experiences were comparable um, that when we were adding the new gameplay features, uh, it wasn't really, like, we didn't really worry very much about the platforms because, uh, because the, the Enemy Unknown, you know, on Enemy Unknown, we had kind of already, we had already laid the foundation for that and th- things that fell out of it, you know, things that, th- things that might have fallen, you know, fallen afoul of that, of that foundation just sort of didn't fit. I think that the bigger difference that we confronted was, um, you know, we, I mentioned that we tried to adopt an approach similar to that of other Fraxis expansion packs, which really we're talking about Civ, right? We're talking about right. uh, God, Gods and Kings and, and, and Brave New World. And they actually, the, the biggest difference there is that um, Civ, we're, we're much more asymmetric than Civ, right? Civ is, you know, when, when Ed Beach, uh, who uh, is, is, is a god among game designers, that, that guy, I love that guy so much. <laughs> um, when Ed Beach uh, adds religion uh, in Gods and Kings, he's adding it for all the civilizations, right? But XCOM doesn't have balanced sides. XCOM has an alien side and an XCOM side, and you have to add to them very differently. And so um, each feature, each thing that we add, you know, you can't say, oh, well, we're, you know, we're adding religion to the game. That's just going to benefit the whole thing. They, they say that, you know, they're that. We have, to, we have to think about how each part of the game is enhanced separately. And that was, that was much more of a challenge, I think, than, than, um, than, than, than our concern about, well, if we, add, if we enhance this element, will that disproportionately benefit the PC or the console? I, I will say that the, um, the localized voices feature, which we thought was going to be super simple, <laughs> Um, we definitely, we definitely wanted, like, that is something, there was no discussion. That was going to be on PC and consoles equivalently, um, but it turned out to be a lot harder on consoles. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. It is, it is, it is still, uh, it, is, it, 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 is, it is feature, it is parity. Uh, that feature is, is, it has parity on, on the two. But, um, yeah, it turns out that, uh, you know, managing a giant, you know, the memory footprint of a huge, huge, huge library of voice assets is a little trickier on the consoles. <laughs> uh, Patrick, I hate to uh, to cut off this interview because it's going pretty awesome, but um, unfortunately we are out of time. Okay. 